You're not going to do your head. <laughs> Hello and thank you for downloading this episode of Discussing Documentaries with myself, Matt Wills, and Rick Wharton. Today we are talking about the inventor out for blood in Silicon Valley. It's from the year 2019. I watched it on Sky Documentaries. Did you watch it on the Sky Docs as well? Yeah. But it is yeah. made by HBO. So it goes, the HBO thing. And then I just paused it this time and I sang the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm song myself <laughs> just because I wanted to hear it. I was like, yeah, we've just got to fit into this. Um, this That song could be very applicable oh, God, yeah. throughout this documentary. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the director, now I don't know if you noticed this, Rick, the director is Alex Gibney. Now, does he ring a bell to oh, you? Oh, right. No. Was he Was he one of the monkeys in Project Nail? He, like, who's Alex Gibney? No, he's one of the Scientologists. He wrote and directed the Scientology movie we did in episodes 36 and the 37. Guy. Yeah, the bald guy. Ah. Same fella wrote and directed this one. Uh, he also, for this one, he won... The Writers Guild of America, the best screenplay, which is, um, that's not bad, right? And the best poster. <laughs> There's a step down there in effort, isn't there? there is, yeah. <laughs> for, for, for best screenplay, that's hours in an editing suite. That's yeah. that's meetings. Posters like, I think we should just make it look like a fucking robot <laughs> in a Steve Jobs turtleneck. <laughs> well, let's find out who we are talking about. So the blurb is, this is the story of... Ferranos, a multi-billion dollar tech company founded by Elizabeth Holmes, who is the youngest self-made female billionaire. And this documentary covers the massive fraud that collapsed her company. And Rick, lead us in, because I chose this one. Um, I chose this one because I was getting things pop up in my YouTube feed. Of do you know about Ferranos? And I'm like, I've never heard of Ferranos. Oh, well, this woman's a this woman's a really bad person. You're like, really? Oh, she looks I like thought Mark you meant Zuckerberg with a wig. So, I, yeah, she she looks like Mark Zuckerberg's made his own Westworld companion. Yeah. Um, but I just thought you meant due to internet algorithms, you're at an age now where they're just trying to get you to go for blood tests every week. <laughs> <laughs> there is an element of truth in that as well. Ooh, that's, that's a good question, that actually. Speaking of social dilemmas, since turning 50, have you had the switch up in your uh, marketed advertising online or is it still the same? Um, I haven't noticed. I'll look out for that because it's only been a couple of weeks, right? Hmm. But I, I think the other day I, I ticked the first 50 to 65-year-old category box because it's normally, you know, 35 to 49. Oh, and you put I weird dates of birth on your Facebook as well, so you're well, trying to get your yeah, joint yeah. TikTok. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, my, Mine's all about me teeth, all about me hair. It knows me very well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder why I didn't get many messages on Facebook for my birthday. That's why. So, come on, lead us in. I picked this one. What do you reckon? Uh, I I had seen it before, and I always thought it was a good story. It's a very You'd good cautionary tale. Yeah, I'd caught this one before. See, Out for Blood in Silicon Valley, when I was going through my true detective, uh, sorry, true crime phase, 
um, yeah, that that name hooked me in in an instant. I thought oh, to be like, okay, all right. I thought to be like murders and all sorts throughout. Um, you know, just making apps, like every every <laughs> the murder every, emoji. Every crime, if you watch a crime drama from like season one to season nine, it's like they'll always touch upon whatever's popular at the time. So there'll be like a detective going, what's MSN Messenger? It's like, this is how the kids talk these days. And they'll be like, what's TikTok? And like, this is what the kids do these days. And it's the same rinse and repeat throughout. So uh, yeah, I was looking forward to seeing that in real time. But this is a very different story uh, oh, to you. that. So uh, yeah, you, you meet the unblinking. Did you ever see Warren in Hollyoaks? No. Ah, man, he just, uh, it was a thing, ongoing thing. You could remove the word Warren from that. Yeah, that's fine. I've I've never seen Hollyoaks, sorry. Uh, Well, I I admit this is post pre-uni, sorry. So this is, we're going back to like, I was like 18, 19. This is the thing that was on before The Simpsons on Channel 4. (laughs) Um, But there's this one character who owned a nightclub who just never blinked, never blinked once. And there's a whole thing of like, if me or me mate had ever seen him blink, would I think there would have been a phone call going, no, he can't do it. He did it. <laughs> and this is exactly what she's like. She's like the most intense person yeah. we've seen. She's the opposite of, you know, Robert Durst in The Jinx, when I said he blinks intentionally. Elizabeth Holmes, the CEO of Ferranos, she's the opposite of him. As in, she's no blinking. It's, yeah. it's quite unnerving. It's funny because it also shows a little bit of a sexist slant to me with like after all the documentaries we've watched because this is how smart a female has to be to be able to rip everyone off. Do you know what I mean? To be respected compared to like Billy from Fire Festival just wears a backwards hat and is like, yeah, this, this is going to be fucking mint. Like this, like this girl is like a genius as well. She's like a, a captivating genius. Yeah. But the story... Yeah, I, I do. I think it's an interesting story. Not the most entertaining documentary. No, it, you probably Gibney could have probably shaved a little bit off of it, right? But just a bit, because when I saw, yeah, because we went to record this yesterday, I was just like, I remember that. That's only got to be two hours. I was like, whoa, yeah, that's the length of Pulp Fiction. Like this has better be good. Well, so Elizabeth Holmes sets up a company called Ferranos. Uh, Ferranos is an amalgamation between the words therapy and diagnosis. I just kept saying Thanos in my head every time I said it. I said Thanos. Me too. Yeah. Am I also correct when I made my notes on my phone? That kept correcting it to Thanos. I don't know when I've ever typed in Thanos, though. I think that's our next move. We review Marvel movies. We do the hashtag free Black Widow. <laughs> Release the rest of the content. Um, so she took... Now, this is from the age of 19. I don't know what you was doing at 19, Rick. I was watching Hollyoaks. I just mentioned it. Yeah, I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing well at all. <laughs> well, I was smoking weed and, and working, right, and selling computers and getting drunk. I wasn't setting up one of the biggest companies on the planet. It was valued at $10 billion, right? She employed 800 people. She grew that from the age of 19, this woman was so driven. And this is like the Silicon Valley Research Park, which all Zuckerberg, uh, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, they were yeah. all in that all area as well. And she designed that office. That's how in control of stuff she was, right? She's very... I've, I've worked for a few CEOs. Um, they all have an element of control that's, that borders on the weird. But normally you're with them, right? Because you buy into their dream. 
And the, the people who don't, don't last very long. Whereas she had 800 people. So I said, she does, she looks like a, a wig wearing Mark Zuckerberg, but who's now based in Galveston, Texas, cutting up bodies. I'm thinking, is that what she's doing? <laughs> um, and she's got a great idea, right? And it's, we're going to boil this. This documentary is very simple. Woman builds a company on the basis of a great idea. And that idea is to remove a drop of blood from your finger and then put it into a machine the size of a laser printer that will carry out over 200 blood tests immediately and give you your results back instantaneously. It's a great idea. It is. It is. And um, it also it highlights a bit more of the American system because you have like how you have to pay for everything. So it's like, yes. well... Am I going to get tested for this heart murmur or am I going to see what happens? Because that's 200 quid right there. Like, Yeah. Or do I pay for HBO Max this month? What do I pay for? A blood test or the TV channel? It's as simple as that, isn't it? Is it dog food for the family or are we going to see if Uncle Reggie's got a heart murmur? Yeah. And I couldn't help but notice. Like, So that printer, it's a genius concept. Great idea. But- do you know, Jim, when your laser printer used to run out and go, oh, I've got to go buy the colour as well. I'm not going to be pregnant. Why am I paying for the pregnancy ink jet? It's cheaper to buy another printer than, than going out and buying all well, these leprosy samples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... You see her doing all the Silicon Valley stuff as well. So you see yes. her, uh, first thing is, right, she does... And I think this was all part of her branding because she's psychotic with it. You don't hear her mentioned without the word Steve Jobs being mentioned. Yes. So you just you're just putting that into investors' minds from day one. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs, Steve yeah. Jobs, Steve Jobs. She wears the same black turtleneck as Steve Jobs, and you see her on stage at the when these big Silicon Valley uh, entrances. And I bet you don't get the reference to this. So I hope there is someone that does. And he, since she's in a black turtleneck, but on a dark theater stage, all you can see is her head and her hands. And it just man, reminded me of the TV show Zapped, which was like a silly cartoon where it's just hands doing things. <laughs> oh, you're right. I don't get the reference. Oh, I, wait I too knew long I didn't, but, but, but I, I appreciate we have an audience. So anyway, <laughs> that's, that's, that, 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 that's what that was. Anyone remember Zap? Get in touch, you know. We need, we need to get a demographic of the age groups of this so I know what references to make because I've had some Simon Weston jokes cut out I'm not happy about. <laughs> um, he's a hero, goddammit. Uh, now, I've got... I'd like to think he was just really clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a problem with her wearing the same outfit every day. So, I mean, I've, I tried that once, right? It does. It's expensive for a start, weirdly enough, because you've already got all your clothes, right? But here's my problem with this. It's an Einstein and Steve Jobs thing. And what they say is, I'm going to have the same outfits in my cupboard. And I just, so I don't have to make a decision every day on what to wear. Yet we want you to run a $10 billion company, but you can't decide what outfit to wear. Come on. It's a simple decision. I've been choosing my own clothes since about the age of three. It's not hard. Just pick a fucking outfit. But, but I want to be CEO. I just can't choose what clothes I want to wear. How can we trust these people? And it turns out we can't, right? They're all nutters. They are genuine nut jobs. 
I imagine, like, because if you're obsessed over something enough, you just get likened to it. Imagine if I just dressed as Wolverine every day, and then eventually, like, <laughs> just, I mean, the full cartoon Wolverine outfit, and you're just like, yeah, that's that's uh, Rick Wharton, the Wolverine yeah, of yeah. Chesley Street, yeah. You yeah really he, he, he committed. He, he, he committed. made a decision. <laughs> it's one of the few commitments he ever made, but he stuck just, with it, look. Just sat there with a minimalist talking head, going, "Do you know what? I'm like, I get, I get, I get anxiety over what to wear, so I, I says, right, three claws, white, blue white fronts. That's that's what we're going for." <laughs> she um, she gives a a name dropping speech, and it is just it lacks so much integrity. But but obviously we we're looking at hindsight now that we know because initially it's sort of being painted that she is a bit of a villain, but it doesn't say that she's a villain. But I know from my YouTube feed, she's a villain because they're like, this woman's yeah. a bloody crook. Here's, here's the, the so you, you said you didn't see it coming in hindsight. She uses some red flags that I see a lot of grifters use. Right. That's a great word to use for her. Whenever, whenever I hear someone say it's a complete paradigm shift, or people yes. who are like, we're disruptors. That's why everyone's complained about our ethics and practices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, again, with the medical industry, yeah, you can imagine they were, it was a problem, but they did because they go into the size of the laboratories that it takes to run these tests. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're going to shrink all that down, destroy that industry, and this is going to be in every house. Yes. So, like, the same way, like, a, a diabetic was prick his finger and get his insulin score off the blood, they want you to be tested for absolutely everything, and then you'll have early detection. Early yes. detection is the key, because the medical yeah. industry is reactionary. Yes. For for a certain yeah, for yeah. a certain level of class, obviously. Mm. There's, I'm pretty sure Prince Philip is hooked up to Adam Chrome at, at all times. Do you get that he, reference? No. Ah, that's that's a QAnon thing. So the QAnon people believe that they drink ch their children's blood to get a Demchrome that keeps rich people alive. I don't believe in that, <laughs> but I do just I wanted to see if you got it. Yeah, but that that's because we're poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know and we're not going to get a them. chance to try it, we, are we? Unless we, unless we, we know abduct a, a child and just yeah. start drinking their blood. What are you doing? We, I want to be we, like the royal family. We, we've got people from our circle who look good for the ridge. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> so she gives this big name drop in speech and it's just, it's awful. So I'm there with the president of Brazil and the head of Google and Uber. Oh, and Mark Zuckerberg. I'm calling bullshit on that. You two the, can't the, be in the same room together. The fucking, you are the, the same person. The Skynet Christmas party. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was August 12th, 1997. <laughs> it just lacked integrity. And basically, it was just a huge ego thing. Now, I've mentioned this on a few documentaries before. Don't forget, we've only got the director's view on this. Now, she could have been, she's not painted as, she's painted as quite the egomaniac in a lot of respects. But she could genuinely be, and I kind of partly believe this, I bought into her a bit as well, like all of her board of directors. She was really captivating to listen to. And what she wanted to achieve was not short of brilliant. It's the and confidence stares another thing. It's the, oh, old, yeah, the, yeah. the salesman stare where you look at someone's forehead, not in the eye. And it's um, 
It's a um, that's an office quote, but there's a um, what's it? Um, Caesar Milan. Do you know the dog strangler? Dog, yeah, yeah. dog whisperer. Sorry. Dog strangler. Um, so like, yeah, you ever watch that show? Does, he doesn't do a whole lot of fucking whispering. All right, but you he he will stand there while he's got his foot on a dog's neck and just look at you with these beautiful blue eyes, <laughs> and you just go, "I believe what he's saying." There is no adrenaline spike in what he's doing for lion, but then that he's also banned in like nineteen countries for the way his practices and the shit that people come out what? with about after he leaves the house. Yeah, the dog whisperer is fucked up. No, not Caesar Milan. Without a doubt, I don't know how you did a cross country trip in the car foul last night. Never came up in conversation, but um, yeah. So the dog whisperer, like, there's literally if you if you sit and watch what? it with. Hey, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I bought into you trashing Ric Flair, the wrestler. Caesar Milan was a goddamn hero. He's banned in almost all European countries now. All of his books, all of his methods. Oh goddamn. You watch some of his YouTube clips, right? And, like, there's one where there's a dog who is food defensive. And this is how he sorts it out. He uppercuts the Labrador. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, yeah, he's just hitting about. I'm just about he's just hitting dog. Them. And, and, then the dog, and then the dog bites him and stuff. But, like, the people are saying, so he comes in and, like, basically terrorizes the shit out of the dogs. And then the minute the cameras are gone, the dogs are fucking ten times worse because they're like, I don't want another prick like that coming back into my life. But they never go back to see how the people are doing. Like it's it's too vast for that. You don't hear about it oh, unless you man. search it. But like, and you see the dog's not acting up now. It's like, yeah, because you've got a fucking knuckle duster on. Like it's, oh, it's Jesus. So um, so what you're saying is Elizabeth is like Caesar Milan. Is she? They've got a look that that will just get you one side of them. There's a look and a cast out. Most people have an element of doubt. It's imposter syndrome. Do you know what I mean? It's imposter, yes. yeah, imposter yeah, yeah. syndrome or the Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, yeah, Can't remember yeah. which one we did that. It might have been Social Dilemma. I think it but was. the imposter yeah, yeah. syndrome is the more you know a subject is the more you know you don't know everything about that subject. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where someone comes in, they mention the most successful man in tech ever a thousand times. They're dressed like him. And then they're backed up with all these investors and all, these, all this stuff. So everything they've got that's on, like, you know, that is essentially abstract as a concept. Yeah, and okay. No, good. Okay. That's a good... I'm going to look out for that. All right. Um, and because they talk about her love for Edison, because the, the machine is called the Edison, and how Edison yes. built the first light bulb, and that really freaked out the big candle industry at the time, so they try to discredit them. Um, yeah. That's a joke, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, so... <laughs> Am I not on but, form today? Am I not? But I, they did. I normally pick up on. Matt's, that's about Matt's, the full rest of reference you've made that I haven't. Is it because I can't see you? I mean, is that why? Is that? The, oh, my bad. Sorry. I'm using the pop shield you cried on about me using months ago. All right. Makes so, a big difference. <laughs> not to me. Yeah. <laughs> so. The listeners, Rick. It's all about the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Zapped in Hollyoaks. I'm not going to bitch about you not getting. I, I'll, I'll let that one fly. It's just if I have something in my head, I say it out loud, then it's done. Then the headaches can stop. So, <laughs> with Edison, this is it was a fake it till you make it mentality. Yes. So you fail 10,000 times, so you get it right to 10,000 and first. And what he did is he gave journalists stock in his com- company so they would fucking Genius. back him. And yeah, he was, yeah, it took him to the very, like, brink of bankruptcy to get the, the light bulb right but again what an invention if you like this will yeah. be in every home nine times over fucking yeah, yeah. fantastic invention so it, it's about her like wanting to start a revolution with the farmer industry and yeah. th- 
and she goes and the board members she amasses. It's fucking like Henry Kissinger. It's former military like state of defenses. Yeah. Who was who was the dude's granddad? She had the Secretary of Defense Schultz. Um Schultz. Jay was amazing. Her board was amazing. She got like the best um who we'll we'll meet later on, the best litigation lawyer in oh the my country. God. Can you imagine how good that litigation lawyer is? That and he's what the did best. she do with him? Did you hear what Gave she did him with stock. him? stock. Give him yeah. stock. There yeah. we go. So this $9 billion company, you go to the best lawyer and go, here's X amount of stock in this, and then yeah. he is a bulldog. She built but, the, the, a great board of directors, an absolutely superb board And there was, there was a lady who's like a guru and um, a mentor to young female entrepreneurs. At, in Stanford University, where, in Stanford. where Elizabeth Holmes dropped out of, yeah. And Elizabeth went to her with her idea, and she went, that's brilliant, but it'll never physically work. Yes. And in the end, she went, you're just not listening to me, so I'll, I'll send you to someone that might be able to help. So she goes to the head of science at Stanford and he quits his job to go work for her. Can you even imagine that? The salesmanship on that, right? What what that reminded me of is remember when you sold me the idea of the podcast? I went, yeah. I never said quit your job, Matt. I want that on record for anyone that knows you. I never said quit your fucking job, this will be lucrative. And now I haven't got a job. Um, Yeah, very similar to that science guy. She had the workings out, she said, when she was a kid, in fine detail of a time machine. What is she, Stewie from Family Guy? What? Yeah. <laughs> and here was another warning sign, right? She said she was into books. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I lean that way myself, right? But the books she mentioned are books that are liked by literary snobs so she said you know my friends were moby dick and the iliad and the odyssey hang on a second moby dick hands down probably the most boring book i've ever read the iliad right it's 2783 years old and it basically just goes into detail about how a dude dies and then they just go how another dude dies and another dude dies they tell you how he dies and who his family are. <laughs> was he That's, not getting blood tests? Is that, yeah. was that the detail in the Iliad? <laughs> that um, could have an effect. It, it, she, she mentioned no decent books. Every book she met, you were like, really? That, and those are your friends. Well, maybe that's why you grew up not blinking. You, you weren't reading the right bloody books. <laughs> what, about the, um, what about the behavioral e- economist? I really liked him because he yeah. came up with some, like, because he talks about how you start with a positive mission statement and you trade off human values and justify it in your head. Yeah. To get to that level. And then you hopefully get to that level before it's just poisonous. And he said, we need people like that in our society. He goes, as damaging as some of them are, if you don't have those people... You'd never have any innovators. You'd never have the next best restaurant or the next great leap in science or medicine. He goes, if you don't have those people, we don't move forward as society. And he goes, the thing is, a lot of them fail. (laughs) I liked his, um, he had a way of talking. He's clearly had some sort of accident because he was talking and the side of his mouth was up. And he just looked cool because he also only had half a beard on half his face. I went, oh, that, and I, I, it probably doesn't look cool when you meet him, but I thought, oh, that's a, that's a cool look, man. 
and he had he was brimming <laughs> with confidence the fella and but you cut even... out the simon western jokes <laughs> unbelievable matt wills Look at this guy. He's clearly been mangled by an oncoming yeah. <laughs> truck. But you know what? He pulls. He carries it well. Carries, Dad I didn't Harley, even click the that. The musical. <laughs> it is the thing. I just thought he was a charismatic dude. <laughs> I didn't even think he, he did had you, a crooked. Did you not see the beard? Nah, I thought it was a foreign thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that how the French are wearing it? Okay. Well, if you turn up for a talking head of the documentary and you're just wearing like a brandless T-shirt, I'm like, hey, he's got a style. <laughs> Um, she also on her board was General Mattis. Now he's a four-star general, and he knew nothing of medical stuff. None of these men on her board knew nothing about medical stuff, but they did know a good horse that they should back, and she was that horse. Well, again, they're all of an age to do too many medical tests and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? They're in the doctors <laughs> every day. They're getting syringes in their fucking arm. And also, there is that guru who does have a little bit of shade to throw, and she's like, she was very good at convincing older men yeah. in her vision, which, yeah. Yeah, and she was, right? But the machine is a piece of junk. Like a stripper that maintains eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Draper was an interesting one, because he was just like, no, I invested. Because, again, the, it, it, it's it, when you think of the privilege... She goes to a friend of the family's. That is uh, Schultz. His, yes. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. knew them through family. They get him to invest. Tim Draper, she was friends of his daughter. Yeah. And she goes and says, I've left Stanford. And he's like, does your parents know about this? She He told them the idea and he invested immediately. Now he invested in Hotmail, Skype and Tesla. And he's made to her dad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she... She was very convincing. I was convinced, even though I know she was a con, right? And here, here's why she's a con. So investors would come and they would take a very small blood sample and uh, all the marketing was her holding up this tiny little vial of blood, wasn't it? It yeah. was like it was smaller than a fingernail. So it's get rid of syringes. So people who are scared of needles don't yep. worry about that anymore. And it's you put it into this cool looking machine like on Star Trek and it tells you what you've got. Yeah. And so the investors would come in, they'd take the small pinprick of blood from their finger, and then they'd take them out to lunch and go like, when you come back, we'll have your results for you. And they would feed it into the machine in front of the investors. And as soon as the investors left the room, they would do the old switcheroo. So they would pull the blood out of the machine, get it down to the lab, send it off to one of the 1950s design testing machines, and the thousands of people downstairs testing blood, or 800 rather, yeah, it was can, insane. Can you imagine the pass out the forms to all the investors and everyone's like, that's amazing, that's brilliant. I have hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't testing the blood in the machine. They were doing it. Oh, no, And yeah. they've always done it. Um, yeah, mate, it was a con. It was, again, like you said, it was Billy and, in Fire Festival, right? Whatever episode that was that a, we did. Without a doubt. And they, they, the, the behavioural uh, analysis, what, what, what would be his job title? Behavioural psychologist? Oh, he was a, a behavioural economist. Behavioural economist. So he, yeah. he's fascinating throughout. So he explains he that basically data doesn't sit in your mind the same way a story does. So what she did is she wrapped every little nugget of data she had within yeah. a story. And you see footage of her telling this like sad story again and again and again. And like you've been through the process of building an hour or material 
in like in Edinburgh, you want like a story that evokes some kind of emotion. Yes. So like yeah, on yeah. the shows I've worked on, when it comes to the story, there's gonna have a sad bit, and you've got to make notes. Of, oh, mate, like it just. And the fact they can do it in the same tone of voice just builds. It takes a layer of sincerity off every single time. Like, it's 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 awful to do. Uh, and you see it with the story of how her uncle uh, had skin cancer, which became brain cancer, which I imagine triggered Matt Wills. He's probably got one of the Edisons in his house right now. Um, <laughs> I did Google. I'm, yeah, I've been having a bit of pain lately, so I Googled that. Yeah. <laughs> this, I, yeah. How many coffees did you have yesterday, Matthew? Because... I only needed the two, but I was buzzing my tits off yesterday. Was That's like, why we couldn't record. I was so chittering. It was like two coffees, then another one with butter in it, and then something else and something else you had. Yeah, butter MCT oil. Today, in uh, so me and the missus had today, we made another, we made like bullet coffee plus. So it's M- plus. What's plus? Is that like? Is that when you meet Zeno in Scientology? Is that what level of keto you've gone to now? So we did. Uh, so it's MCT oil, uh, ghee butter. Uh, we we had some cacao from the Dominican Republic, and uh, Himalayan sea salt. <laughs> hey, you whisk it all up. It's pretty good, I must admit. And uh, yeah, I I ran two miles and skipped for fifteen minutes afterwards. So uh, it's working. <laughs> right? so imagine you in a hamster cage. <laughs> <laughs> But yesterday I was so jittery because I wasn't used to it. But yeah, you were just Wouldn't very run quick. around like Jason Statham and crank. <laughs> <laughs> he is my goal. That's what I'm modelling myself on. Um, this was one of my favourite bits of this whole documentary. There's a fella, and they are talking heads of people who used to work for her. So effectively, just to go back to this quote. 2014, Ferranos employed 800 people. It was valued at $10 billion. Four years later, it was worth less than zero. And here's one of the reasons. Ryan Winstall, right, he worked in R&D. And he told them in a meeting that because of the laws of physics, it meant that the box size wouldn't work. And could it be bigger? And they said to him, you're either with us or you're against us. What is it? And he went, no, but it's, it's the laws of physics, you see. What what that is, that's, that can't change. That's, a, that's just the way it is. And they went, so you're against us then. You're not a Silicon Valley person, are you? Okay, let's talk about what we're going to call, call the cloud app where everyone's data's called. And he's like, yeah. no, no, we're, we're building a machine that's not going to work because of the size constraints. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, okay. You're not with us, clearly. Sorry, Ryan. And I personally think he was part of the problem because his language was wrong, right? Because he said, could it be bigger? And he shouldn't have said that. He should have gone in with her ballsy attitude of, this isn't going to work. This is the size we're going to have to make it to make it bigger. I disagree with that with... That's because you're a CEO. That's why you disagree. There's people on the ground like me who've got to build the fuck up. No, no, no. I'm talking about how you would survive in that situation, in my opinion, because you have to uh, converse, not confront. That is a big thing with that, particularly in a fucking boardroom, in particular people around, because her number two is a weird guy called Sonny, who's like 50 50 years old, and I didn't like him because he dresses like Mike Ashley, the Newcastle owner. (laughs) He was like an out of shape guy in a fitted, a fitted shirt with the the collar open, and he would come on with his big cuffs. 
I didn't like them one bit because of that. But um, yeah, because they were all about the branding. Like she wasn't actually a scientist. She just no. had the story. Yeah. So they have all these people just like working away trying to figure out how it works. Because when she goes to uh, investors with the Mr. Schultz, the defense secretary, ex-defense secretary, went lived through the Watergate scandal in, in politics, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and the Iran-Contra scandal, right? Came yeah. out without his integrity um, being damaged in any way. That's two of the greatest um, upsets in a government. because you want to be the fourth person down. Do you know what I mean? You just want to be... Yes, yeah, yeah. You always want to be waiting in the wings. You don't want to be in the hot seat, but you can be the guy with the clipboard going, eh, maybe we shouldn't have bombed them. You know, that was my <laughs> idea. My bad, boss. My bad. But... Um, so she does this pitch to him and her his grandson asks to intern with them. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So like that's how convincing she is. She goes in there and they become employed by them. But she was convincing. But sorry, this is the point it, I was going to get to. They So when someone says no to them on an idea, they will just go to the next person until that person says yes. So the guy is explaining that the staff gets younger and younger and younger That's because right. they're just yeah. they'll just say yes to anything, and before you know it, you're the oldest guy there by twenty years. Yeah, well, and that was reflected very well because they had a fella called Ian Gibbons who was a PhD scientist. He kept telling them it wouldn't work, so eventually they sidelined him. They eventually removed him from his office. He was then deposed. Right, he was going to be deposed. Oh, right. Sorry, he was going to be deposed then. He felt his honesty would cost him his job, so he started drinking heavily. And then when he was told by the head of HR that he'd probably be fired, and by that stage he's like, shit, I'm going to be deposed. That was his wife. Well, this was, was his, his wife, wife telling him, yeah. They were interviewed. Oh, right, right. Because, and all of this, the reason the wife is telling this story is because when he was told he was going to be fired and then he went, I'm going to be deposed, I'm going to be discredited, just for being right and telling the truth, he went and killed himself. Yeah. How the fuck can you live with that as a CEO? And the company never sorted the missus out with anything, just wanted his files back and that was that. Just... Yeah. And this guy was, as it turns out, he was right, but no one would listen to him. Because like you said, no, he, he wasn't a company man. They wanted to hear yes. But a, company, a successful company isn't built on yes men. It's built on people who can get it done or who say, no, this is why we can't do it. Here's what we can do. And it seems like she didn't have enough of those people in her life because she, I, don't, I think you maybe you're right. She wouldn't listen. She had her vision. Steve Jobs did it. Steve Jobs didn't listen to anyone, did he? Right. But yeah, Steve, don't but forget, I, Steve Jobs was fired from Apple. He was kicked out. He had to buy his way back in when the company started failing. Right, and he but, works his way back in and came up and with some is, other this ideas. This is the difference. And it's, it's interesting why they couple it with Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is essentially making the modern Walkman. This woman is fucking around with people's health. Do you know but, what I mean? But for the right reasons. Her, her ideas are right. If you could put that in a... If you could have that in your local shop where you can just walk in, stick your finger in, it will go... Hey, Rick, bad news. You know that one night stand you had last night? Syphilis, I'm afraid, kid. <laughs> really sorry. But if you catch it now, it'll be sorted in a week. Oh, lovely. Thanks very much. Can I have some anti-syphilis tablets, please? Oh, and 20 B&H while you're there as well. Thanks. <laughs> I want a bar of dairy milk. Why um, am I getting syphilis? This is Because <laughs> well, of the one night stand you had last night. It's an example. I know no one would sleep with you. It's okay. But... You could know that immediately, <laughs> right? It's fine. 
Ja, 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 I don't know why I'm swiping at you, but her Stop idea... Stop putting butter in your fucking coffee, that's why. <laughs> but her idea... How many days has it been since you had sugar, you knocky little shit? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Uh, I think I'm like day five without sugar. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Do I because... want to record every day? I want to see the breakdown. <laughs> there, there will be a breakdown. There'll be a modern family-esque of when they go in the juice clean where you're just fucking flailing your arms at a diet documentary, just crying, wanting carbs. <laughs> it's not just my fat that's breaking down, yeah. It's the, it's actually my, my brain. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm with her, right, in what she's trying to achieve. It's just her way of achieving it. Imagine if yeah. she motivated those people Listen, and she listened yeah. to those people. I, I Ian understand. Gibbons wouldn't have had to have killed himself. But she they could've... started using it, but that's the issue. That's the grift. That's where it becomes a con. That's the human values that's traded off. Yes, what they were trying to make. If it's like, look, I want to make a cure for the worst disease in the world. All right. I imagine that. You make a cure. And you have all these people go, that's amazing. I want to invest in this. Here's all this money. You go, cool. Is it ready? And I fucking blink once for the first time <laughs> in a month and go, yes. And it turns out it's just fucking balsamic vinegar in a different packet. And I'm giving all these people false hope or I'm not diagnosing these people because it's not fucking ready because I want to appease my brand over human life. That is where the issue lies. Not not her motives. The motives was ideal, but her motives then yeah. become, like we said, what the cloud is called, which is going to be called Yoda, um, over whether or not we can detect bone marrow problems. Well, she couldn't handle the fact that they couldn't do it yet. So whereas Edison had actually failed 10,000 times, she was like, no, everything's fine. Nothing to see here. You're like, no, the, the ship is sinking, love. It's going down. Yeah. Nothing to see here. No, really, there's an iceberg. It's just ripped a massive hole in it. Everything's fine. Don't you worry. And she they talk deluded, about what's right? actually going on with the machine. So, like, to think you have to have samples of people's blood. So they'll be homeless people. So there's a lot of, like, things like hepatitis that you'll be testing. And then the machine would break like a printer and you have to stick your hand in there where there's needles and exposed yeah. blood everywhere. You couldn't regulate temperature because like as we're seeing with the COVID vaccine, some things have to be kept at different like super yeah. subpar temperatures over the room temperature. So you just logically couldn't do it at all. It just wouldn't work. And she's flipping out now, right? Because she knows there's... And the box looks like my air fryer that I just bought. <laughs> Which... <laughs> I, Which I does look at, work and only has a, a, a minimal amount of blood in it because I, of yeah, mishandling. Yeah, minimal amount of blood. I can't, like, you just, you, there's a picture. <laughs> it, it's the future. There's a picture of a chicken on it. You press chicken. You have to, got to put a chicken in first, but it cooks it well. It's like something from Red Dwarf. I love it. I've got, you're going to have to send me a picture of this air fryer. Um, so Elizabeth becomes... I will. That's how much I like it. I'm part of an air fryer group on Facebook. The people are nuts. They're like, they've got the same level what? of passion. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's air fryer groups, UK air fryer, because I don't want foreigners talking about what they're air frying. <laughs> Hang on a second. We've what? got to make this regional. What What has happened since you've moved north? What's gone on? I just, just need to be occupied now. <laughs> just not allowed to live my life the way I normally would. Now that you don't live near London, you haven't got all There's the art and culture. Do with London. No, I didn't think it was because you didn't fucking go out anyway. Uh, who's so. going to the West End every week? The good shows exactly. tour. I'm missing nothing by not being in London. What I am getting is hassle. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. 
Rick's having to spend time with his family and he chooses an air fryer instead. <laughs> He's there with oh, the manual. Oh, did you this know setting seven will do this? This guy's put butter on chicken. <laughs> uh, this guy's put peanut butter on scampi. Let's see how that turns out. Didn't look nice. Didn't look nice. Now, peanut butter on anything's good. Um, but so- they have the same level of passion towards this machine as what the people on the mental true crime forums have that, like, Chris watches Innocent. It's really good. <laughs> I really, on the... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is just. I love finding people who have found their little corner that they're willing to die. And <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, sorry, that's not. A, that is not an official air fryer. We're gonna to have to take that post down. I'm a moderator. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm a member of many of these groups. Like I'm a lot of like local groups to different towns that we've performed in. A mate puts me on a, a couple of them as well. And it's just like whenever you hear locals kick it off about weird shit, it's just really funny. It really makes it really I, helps I, you appreciate life. I buy into that. So to calm down from all the coffee yesterday, I spent an hour on my local Facebook page of people complaining about the area. And it is, you're right, it's um, it's quite sad yet funny. Yeah. There was one in Farnham where uh, Starbucks, my mate's girlfriend's Starbucks cup fell out of a bin. It was called Farnham Ranster Group. It had a name on it, so it obviously blew into a bush or something. The guy found it. Tracks her down! tracked her down like because she went oh it actually just blew out the thing the guy then goes on her facebook and then starts talking about a family and stuff like that all over a cup that he found so like it's amazing how quickly people take away their own moral high high ground by then looking for a young woman's pictures (laughs) jesus that is shocking oh yeah web sleuths man they're the fucking web sleuths are the worst (laughs) we needed some web sleuths on this woman right because elizabeth holmes becomes super paranoid right this is how paranoid she gets her office was bulletproof glass bulletproof glass yeah that's when you know you're scared yeah can you bulletproof that no you're you're the ceo of a company that's trying to help revolutionize the blood testing industry yeah i just want some bulletproof glass don't ask any more questions lads put it up and because she was so paranoid that filters down because she's from the top that filters down that goes through the whole company they siloed the departments what does siloed mean i don't know that oh okay so they um because to me that's a battlestar galactica term so so effectively everyone has to stay in their lane basically that's what siloed means you stay in your lane. You stay in your department's lane. And sometimes you have departments within departments. You stay in your lane. You're not allowed to go out there. So I, I used to work for um, a bank, and it was the most unsiloed place I've ever worked in. It was revolutionary at the time. This was like, what would that have been? That would have been sort of early 90s. Oh, is this someone's looked at a profit and loss and go, what if this guy did everything and we get three of those <laughs> instead of having 20 jobs we have three and you're like this is amazing and you're carrying gold backwards and forwards while doing loan applications <laughs> doing a lot um so it was really good it was really open there was no silo in there was no nothing right you could talk to anybody you liked from the person who ran the bank to the cleaner no, no, no there was no hierarchy involved everyone could speak to everybody can you imagine you've worked your whole life to become a bank manager and like ju- you, you word from the top boss we're taking the walls down what ah! <laughs> i just got this it. office um so basically we then merged with a british bank right because this was a swiss bank we then merged with a british bank i ended up having a boss who was from the british bank side he wouldn't let me talk to anyone he went no you can't talk to them you're on a different grade 
And I went, what do you mean a different, I don't know what you mean. And he went, yeah, you're on a different level. And I went, are you talking like a social class structure? And he went, yeah, we're all siloed here. That's how it works. You can't, you can't talk to him. He's above you. You can't request him to do stuff. It fucking pissed me right off. Me and him did not get on. Yeah. I think he kicked me out of his team (laughs) because I didn't listen to him. I go, no, I'm going to still speak to that person. You're all right. I used to speak to the guy who managed the whole bank for a whole, you know, in charge of billions of pounds of assets. I'd go and see, he used to smoke cigars in his office. He was a lovely man. I can't go and speak to him because you're British. Go fuck yourself. Fuck the British, all of them. Particularly Farnham. <laughs> Those air frying motherfuckers. <laughs> so this, this, yeah, you're not using the air fryer correctly in traditional use. <laughs> Chips in fifteen minutes, shut up. But um, they started keystroking their stuff. Effectively, everything you type is logged somewhere, and then someone can go and review that. Do you know how much time and effort that would take for a company yeah, to do? And it's, well, it'd be like macros, wouldn't it? So you type in a keyword and see yeah. who said that keyword. But they would come, say they would, that comes back in later. Yeah, well, they said they would send an email, and they wouldn't put some certain people on, and then those people would reply to that email. They weren't in the chain at all, and the people at the top, you know, Sonny and Elizabeth, are like, "What are you saying this for?" Oh, hang on. Oh, so yeah, so the keystroke and the non-disclosures they make them all sign. It's all becoming like a system of paranoia. No one's looking at each other in the eye in the corridors. Um. Yeah, because they're siloed. They're not allowed to. They're all paranoid as fuck. Yeah. I mean, when you think Silicon Valley, you think, oh, it's all these fucking hipster kids with beanbags talking about dumb... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like that's not how we work. But there probably is... It probably is in other companies, right? But like you said, they're not making medical stuff that's affecting people's lives. I'm, I'm surprised more people didn't resign when they realized it was going to shit. And the, Because the... when you have investors of that size and you're in a, you're in a building of that size in that location. And she's on the cover. It's a big thing we haven't mentioned yet. She's on the cover of Fortune magazine. And the guy doing the cover article is kind of like one of the leading tellers of the narrative throughout. Yeah, Roger Parloff. Yeah, yeah, Forbes. Roger Parloff, yeah. Forbes, yeah. So um, this is where it kind of takes a turn. And it does take a long old way to get there because it has to show you a thousand cutscenes of Steve Jobs wearing the same jumper. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine if you had to do a documentary about me and you just see like Jack Nicholson in his black hat through one flew of the cuckoo's nest and be like, yeah, he's just like that character we've known five things about because he wears the same hat. <laughs> here's, here's a billion pounds. But um, so I can imagine it's difficult because you've got, you've got all those, you're just out of uni, you UK uni debt is murderous, but is nothing like American yeah. uni debt. Yeah, yeah. UK uni debt, you have to earn a certain amount before you have to pay it back. Yes. Well, so I'm told. I didn't read the forms. I'm just not. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just didn't tell them where I moved to. Um, but I'm, I'm told it's between like 12 and 15 grand you have to earn a year before you have to start paying it back. So I look at that like my Denver Bar's minimum fee release clause <laughs> that I need to stay under. Um, if, if, i got to be honest. When they find out my new address, bounty hunters are going to be dispatched. So if Domino's going to come knocking if, on your if door. If we could drop in a little advert for the Patreon that we're setting up with Matt Wills, uh, £5 a month gets you exclusive uh, access to our... Our Patreon feed with hours of extra content or for £10 a month, you can pick four documentaries a year for us to do. And it keeps the podcast going because it is not cheap to run a podcast. And at the moment, our sponsors are me and Rick. 
So, um, yeah, and we're running out of money because we're not working because we're locked down. So, uh, Must yeah. Must buying very pricey butter right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> My so shop this is, has really increased recently. So where it really goes from an idealistic idea of, you know, helping and changing the world, it then becomes they go live in Arizona. So yeah. they put this thing out there. So they start opening wellness centers and they get a law passed. This is this is the power they have with government con- contacts and things like that. They get a law passed uh, to allow patients to um, demand blood tests rather than the doctor prescribing them. Yeah, I thought they only lobbied for that. I didn't realize they'd got it passed. I, yeah, um... the law got passed. So otherwise, oh, they wow. Would, otherwise, they wouldn't be, there'll be no point in getting this thing. Yeah, okay. They started a gift card campaign, right? Oh, those adverts were ridiculous. Those adverts were awful, weren't they? Mummy, the reason we love you so much is because we want you to get a blood test to see if you've got VD. Can you go get your blood test, mummy? Because we don't want you to damage dad. That's the important thing here. Let's run medical care like it's a fucking iPod. Can you imagine not being able to get treatment until you update your terms and services every five seconds? Yeah. Like, everything, that those adverts are just straight from the Apple gift card. It's just like, yeah, I got you a fucking diabetes test. Why have you bought the new Wham album? Like... <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a new Wham album. Hang on. What? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so- think it's a greatest hit if it's anything, Matt. I wouldn't worry about it. Because they, they start to use, again, very emotive language. Because they're going after like, their initial market they're going for is people who are scared of needles. The idea of yeah. a prick on your thumb and not a needle in your arm. And um, the language she uses in every talk is stabbed by a big needle and she fucking grits her teeth on big, like yeah. stabbed. It's all this like subliminal, this is bad, we're going to do it the better way. To look at her, butter wouldn't melt in her mouth, right? She couldn't go to a keto diet because it just wouldn't go, it wouldn't work for her because she's so convincing. You're like, oh, okay. All right then, Elizabeth. They dropped the price super low below what regular medical care would be to kind of yeah. hook people into doing it and gift cards and free vouchers so people go and use it. But then all they do is they get the blood and they don't do the pinprick anymore. They literally just go, oh, your doctor says it needs to be venal. Yeah, or they, they're lying one. to everybody. They get and the blood test back and none of the tests go through the Edison machine. They just have the same yeah. machines as every other laboratory. Yes, yeah, yeah, which haven't really changed since the 1950s, right? They hire uh, the lawyer we spoke about earlier, David Boys. They give him stock, so he's got skin in the game. And then anyone, anyone who says anything bad about Faranos, basically him and his team go over there, basically with baseball bats and stand outside their house going, what'd you say, motherfucker? They mafiosa the the firm, basically, on how it protects people. It's insane. They go to the military of defense guy's house and bully his grandson in front of them. Like it is. Yes. Because he he wants to become a whistleblower because he starts talking to uh, John Kerry, the Wall Street Journal journalist who's writing an article about it. Because we're coming up to an hour on um, recording this. It's not going to be an hour, but we're getting to an hour. (laughs) And you can hear Matt, he's wrapping up. He's going to tell the last three minutes of this. And we are nowhere near close. You can hold your fucking horses. We're the halfway stage. Yeah, yeah. We haven't even met Serena Stewart yet, right? Who's the phlebotomy tester, who was superb. Ah, she's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, big fan of Serena. 
So they're going through putting this out, and the tests only test for a few things, but they're claiming they're testing for everything. So they're yes. sending back false medical data back to people who are tested. Now, this yeah. is where it's like a huge problem. And the FDA want to fucking know what they're doing, yep. and all these other people want to know, and they're saying it's trade secrets. It's like, we can't tell you because you'll steal our ideas, what they yeah. hide behind for years. They're fudging results. Uh, one guy said, uh, oh, this is why you had syphilis in mind. Um, so using infectious diseases, if 100 people with syphilis, it would only tell you 65% of them had syphilis. Yeah. This is what, that's how I got syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone went into Sonny's office and said, we're not letting patients know yeah. uh, their real results. And his only response was, what makes you qualified to say that? Yeah, I mean, she is the lab assistant who's doing the tests, but never mind. Um, and they, they bullied anyone who didn't conform to the way that they were they were laying the company out. And effectively, the the best the best way it was described is the company was split in two. There was the tiled section, and there was the carpet section. And the carpet section was all corporate CEOs and marketing and great ad campaigns and how great our stocks are doing. And then the tile section was the lab floor where they were testing they were testing blood, where none of the machines bloody worked, where they were lying to investors. And he goes, you'd go from one to the other and you'd go over to the car- carpet inside and think, oh, God, yeah, this company's brilliant. Then you go back to the lab where they're like, this fucking machine's a piece of junk. It is not testing blood correctly. Oh, yeah, we'll get that working. Don't worry. And what they did is, so the FDA is getting to the point where, so they get rejected by the FDA and they try to use their political muscle and the FDA says, look, they haven't submitted enough for these tests. Yeah. In, but we're disruptors. You're going to steal this. So here's what they do. And it's the old casino applying for your gambling license trick. You, you know, you, you apply for one job and then three months later, you see you're going to be the food and beverage monitor. They just change the name of the machine and you apply again and it just takes your file and sticks it to the bottom of the pile. You just have to apply for it in America and you're allowed to use it. That's true about drugs in America. You know, that's a big difference between uh, American and British drug system. Like when you hear people crying on, like um, it's it's split between left and right in this country. About 48% people think one way, think another. But the fear of being sold to the to America for instead of free healthcare is fucking horrifying. Yes. Now we'll have adverts for like Gaviscon, fucking heartburn, headache medication, this has been like, do you have diabetes? Well, maybe you're taking the wrong thing. Did it? And it'll show, it'll show a guy jumping around a swimming pool with his kids and then walking past a graveyard going, that could have been me before I took a xylophone. And then, and then at the end, it's like a minute of a guy talking quickly going, this will kill you. If you start to stop breathing, call a doctor immediately. If you've ever had a headache, don't take this. And then people, since you pick and choose, it's like they show you in this documentary, it's like yeah. a la carte. You get a menu of what you're fucking purchasing. You can go to your doctor. Why would you want to pick your stuff? Because I've seen the advert with fucking Shane Warne with good hair saying he took it and he felt better and he plays cricket. So like... <laughs> It's horrifying that people are in that much control of... But you employ a doctor because they studied for seven years, right? There's a reason why the opioid crisis is so much bigger in America than it is in this country. It's because 
our doctors don't get paid by us for the pills. <laughs> Whereas yes. if they yeah, come yeah. in, go, ah, got a headache, doctor. Can I get that heroin pill, please? Bang, boom, 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 boom. And then once they reach that limit that they can't give out anymore ethically, then they turn to smack. And that's why America is like fucking like siege. That's why yeah. Skid Row in fucking LA is growing due to these fucking just the pill mills. There's one called The Pharmacist we'll check out, which is a really good one on the page. Yeah, I've saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that one. Um, but yeah, so the but FDA won't approve it. Well, and because they won't approve it, she then goes and Darren Brown's her entire staff. They have a company meeting and she's like, the FDA, oh, what do they know? Let's send them all a message. Everyone together, fuck you. Oh, yeah. You can't yeah. do that. But she's, she, Darren Brown, the lot of them, no, they're having a go at us because we're disrupting the industry. Actually, they're not. People are having a go at you because you're lying. There's a big difference between a disruptor and a liar. And sadly, her pants are on fire because she is liar, liar. And then during the inspection, they wouldn't show them the room they actually do all the stuff in. Not the ones where they got the, the Russian Olympic team running around swapping bottles about the place. <laughs> <laughs> you just see this printer's been learned to pick up this one thing here and put it there. And then they go out the room for fucking croissants. And you, um, you know, I've got a problem with, uh, you know, the Obamas. Remember he, he used to run America. I've heard of them. They were in New and no- no- Noteworthy, weren't they? They were in New and Noteworthy. So they have a podcast, the Obamas. I'm and... just going to cut this out and just, this is going to be, I have a problem with Obama. <laughs> I'm just going to play that on repeat. <laughs> the Obama podcast released the same week that our podcast released. And I think they quashed us a little bit because they didn't want the sort of competition. They didn't want to hear our truth, Rick, right? Yeah, it's, it's like the same people had a, like, <laughs> their opening weekend of their debut movie on 9-11. Just like, well, yeah. this is bullshit. <laughs> the Obama administration backed what she was doing. And she thought, mm-hmm. because she had the backing of the president back then, that that would protect all of her lies because she had so many powerful men around her. And then as it's fallen apart, they do make very clear all of these men did not have a scientific background. They bought into her. Yes. They've... Completely. Right. And then so the grandson, Schultz, he yeah, John decides Schultz. to leave. He yeah. goes to see his granddad and shows him the data. And they've already contacted his granddad saying that, listen, your son's an idiot. Your grandson, yeah. Grandson's but, an idiot and he's lying. But here's the thing, right? He believed Elizabeth Holmes over his own grandson. And his grandson was like, listen, it's all a stack of lies. It's all, this is a house of cards, mate. And he went, yeah, we don't believe you. He was like, what? And they went, yeah, you're going to have to speak to... And then they bring in John Boys, right, the lawyer. Oh, it's now, funny how they do get to that. So basically, he gets in touch with a Wall Street Journal guy. Yeah, yeah. And the so he goes under... Um, anonymity for this interview yeah they signed non-disclosures and stuff like that and the wall street journal asked them a question involving a statistic and since everything's been like they know that statistic was raised by him so they track him down and they find yeah and then they released they released a fucking bulldog on him so the bulldog's just like threatening to sue his parents had to spend 500k on legal bills alone immediately so this is when you talk about like whistleblowers' rights being stripped. This is how companies are going to get yes. away with a lot of fucking dirt. Yeah. Because 500,000 
and that's of a rich family, and they were going to put their house up to continue fighting it. And what they'll do is they'll set court dates, you'd pay for everything, and then they'll delay it because they've got enough money in reserve. Of course to- they have. They'll 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 bankrupt you, right? And and here's the problem: that was either his daughter or his son that he was setting the lawyers on to go after his own grandson, his own fucking grandson. He threw him under the bus and went, actually, right. I believe her. I don't believe you. And he was With like, the- no, granddad, I'm, I'm telling the truth. Yeah, sorry. No, you're not. How would you granddad- feel? Yeah, I tell you what, his deposition was hilarious because he was talking about how he's about to punch one of the lawyers, but he was still on the side of that. Do you know what I mean? You're still on their side, but he hated the lawyers and the way they treat them, said he, the guy was an idiot. But the lawyer he hired, right, this David Boys, sorry, the lawyer that Ferranos hired, David Boys, he grilled, right, grilled Bill Gates for over 20 hours in a deposition. And he won. He won a case against uh, the US government versus Microsoft. This guy is a fucking bulldog. And he's going to to this little kid who's 20 years old, whose granddad is like, yeah, fuck you, kid. David Boys is on you now. David Boys and the boys are there smacking their hands on the baseball bats. What chance does this kid have? Yet his mum and dad stood by him and went, all right, we'll put out the house. If you say it's true, you're our son. We believe you. Fair play to those people. I mean, sadly, yeah. they lost their house, but, you know. <laughs> oh, well. I'm sure they got another one. You know, the, the granddad's house looked big enough for them all. Yeah. Um, so then if you, at the time, if you whistleblow, you'd be protected by a regulatory agency. So Erica, another, Erica Chang? Chang? Yeah, she was the one who complained to Sonny. And he, he was the one who said to her, you're not qualified to, to say so this isn't left. working. Yeah. yeah. And they had people following her at her new job. Yes. Yep. Um, following a new job, serve the papers, restraining orders. If you don't sign this, blah, 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 we may have to do it. And then you just see the office and the mu- and, and can't touch this as playing. MC and they all come out, do, MC do, 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 and they all come out dancing it. in the canteen and it's because they've been FDA approved. And On a I herpes swear, test. Yeah, so it's so much like when the Scientologists get tax exempt status. It's it exactly mirrored. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is mirrored to that. Like the war is over, and they've got fucking bouncy castles in the office. Like, but, like you know, this isn't working. You can do a test on herpes. You want to test for every disease. This yeah. isn't becoming a thing. And just them in the bouncy castle cracked me. It honestly did. Like, it was. It was them trying to dance. Uh, but Ferranos had boasted of billions of dollars coming in. And in reality, it was only a few hundred thousand. And listen, money talks, right, in situations like that. And then the article comes out and shows the whole and why it's trade secrets. The guy from Forbes magazine is fucking heartbroken. Yeah, he was. Absolutely. He was like, and he phones her up, doesn't he? And she's like, well... That well, sounds... no, he can't get in touch with her because she's getting like an oh, honorary right. doctorate yeah, from yeah. like somewhere. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like there's like reserved reporter, like this old school morals takes pride in his job. Yeah. And then she goes on like a CNBC show mm. called Mad Money, which was fucking hilarious. It's Because it's one of those guys who talk about the stock market, but he's got catchphrases like champ in fucking Anchorman. <laughs> and you got to go, and Sidney Will's going to go whammy in July. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So... And she goes on them and goes, yeah, basically, I'm disappointed. Everything in there is just lies. We're fine. I would keep putting stock in our company, no matter what. Um, And he goes, and she's telling us this from Harvard University, where they're honoring her for a 
for her work in the science and the medical industry. Yeah. Oh, well, she's got some clout then, hasn't she? Yeah, all all licenses are revoked from Thanos. Yeah. Uh, she keeps on going on yeah. air, on TV and lying. But she also has that one fucking line in there, which it's based in truth. She's got the Rob Durst, which is um, we... Because the the all finger tests they did, we put into the scanner, but you didn't yeah. do any finger tests. They were all venal or fucking yes. intravenous or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah. So like she had that, and she just bulldoggedly lies and lies and lies. Yeah, and then Walgreens, who did the testing in Arizona, they banned all the Ferranos machines and went, "This isn't going to work." Because effectively, yeah, you're just you're you're taking blood another way. They had all of their licenses removed. Um. The, and, the behavioral guy had a fucking hilarious thing. We're well, not an interesting thing, sorry. He said, he says, um, I don't know if she knows she's lying or if it's a yeah. self protective reconstruction of the truth, of reality. Yeah. And I thought that is a very interesting concept. If you don't know you're lying, you're not lying. Like you're so close to trauma. Like she hasn't slept in 19 years at this point. Yeah. You're so close, and she's just like reconstructs it in her mind that it's everyone against her, and she's in the right. Yeah. So John Schultz, it, it then comes out right. So Wall Street article, the Wall Street Journal article, said it was all forced. They had to sit down with lawyers. Then the Wall Street Journal article, off the back of that, they then done a video interview with her on the Wall Street Journal while she said, "Yeah, that article was all lies." I didn't know I was even going to be on the front cover. Like, yeah, you're like, what? What are you worried about? It was just all. It was she was just proper liar, liar, pants on fire. And then it all came out that it was everything. It was all bullshit, right? The whole company was built on bullshit. And the <laughs> John Shorts, the guy whose granddad had sold him down the river, they said, uh, so. Did your grandfather say anything to you? He said, yeah, he told me he was proud of me for standing up for what I believed in. I hope you turn around and go, go fuck yourself, granddad. <laughs> fuck you. You're no, 94. No, no, I hope on. you'll be yeah, he's dead 94. soon. You, you stay in them fucking good books, Matt. <laughs> if you know what's good for you, you stay in them fucking good books. That guy's got lawyers on call. Jesus. He will change that will. And when it collapsed, man, it collapsed quick, didn't it? So it went from 10000000000 billion. They'd spent a lot. That's a lot of dough I spent. Ten billion. Yeah. To name something the Yoda cloud, like, and they had to refund all the blood tests they were given. He was an inter- yeah. They were worried about morale, so they hired the behavioral guy that's throughout yeah. this document. He goes in there, it's just like there's a human lie detector while she's just staring through him, looking at fucking binary code. Like And Richard Parloff, the guy who was writing the whole Forbes stuff, who basically was bigging her up, he then wrote another piece and said he was sorry if he'd misled anyone over his previous writing of her. Um, And like, yeah, she was like, oh, I didn't know you were writing about me. He went, we had a photo shoot where they took hundreds of pictures. Yeah, where you tried to stand as much like Steve Jobs as humanly possible. And then they make, I mean, I'm not... This isn't my world of fucking expertise or anything, but they talk about companies remaining private and not going public, remaining them to be shrouded in mystery a lot more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a lot less scrutiny and there's a lot less oversight in what they're doing, which has created the door for a lot of fraud, which is where you see these Billy guys and stuff like that just claim they have an app that's amazing. Yeah. And people are fucking... 
banking billions with them. It's all Wolf of Wall Street stuff, which I don't quite understand stocks and shares or limited liability and all that kind of shit. Well, you know, but, when you worked in Coral, the bookmakers, yeah, it's exactly the same. You know, when you set the odds and go, oh, we'll just, what, what do you reckon the risk will be of this, this horse winning? Okay, we'll give it these odds. It's exactly the same. You're just gambling. You're just gambling on shit. That's all it is. $900 million, right? A third of that they had to spend on legal fees protecting the company. Three hundred million going. No, we're not. We're not thieves and crooks. Turns out they're thieves and yeah, crooks. Yeah, we have a box that works. You leave the room. Can someone please tell me that box is working? I am exhausted. <laughs> well, I don't want to hear about the law of physics, Gary. Shut up about the laws of physics. Either change the law. We'll lobby to get that law changed. No, it's the law of physics. You can't do that. Shut up, Gary. You're with us or not? Come on, get on board. Just because. I'm slightly sensitive, and this is in her not in her favor, but more against you know societal pre expectations. Um, and since watching the Britney Spears documentary, do you notice whenever they have her like on a TV show or something, like, so who are you dating? What's your love life like? It's, it's disgraceful, it, it, isn't it? It's it's mental. It's like I'm charging yeah. a fucking nine billion dollar company. Yeah, I have people shipped in for sex. I don't care about what you think. <laughs> and what if she said, "Yeah, I'm married to the company"? When she's asked that. What they didn't realise is she was talking about the COO. She didn't disclose to the shareholders. <laughs> um, and then in 2018, uh, Ferranos was dissolved. Elizabeth and Sonny, who it turns out were dating. Didn't they release another machine and they, it was it was called something else? But in the, It was the same it, machine. <laughs> it, was the, it was the Edison 4.0. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they just gave it a different name. Uh, so... 2018, Ferranos was dissolved. Uh, Elizabeth and Sonny were charged with conspiracy to defraud, which they pleaded not guilty at. And then the film, then the film ends. So, and normally that would piss me off, right? Because that's not an ending. But after two hours, you're quite happy as over now. I was quite pleased, but I was like, oh, this woman, she's got to get her comeuppance, right? So I googled what happened to her next. She's on trial this year. Nine counts of wire fraud and two counts of conspiracy to commit wire fraud for distributing blood tests and falsified results to consumers. Now, that's all been put back because of the COVID pandemic. But effectively, middle of this year, she goes... I mean, unfortunately, she has got an invention that can detect COVID really easily. So uh, they're holding back until she gets that through (laughs) R&D. And she's really positive it's going to happen soon. (laughs) Well, the weird thing is, right, her machines probably could have been adapted to test for COVID. Her machines could have been adapted to print out Word documents, but they were fucking bullshit. <laughs> no, like, because they, 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 they could weren't do even the, hiring the scientists. Test. iPod makers don't cure cancer, all right? I'm sorry it's not that fucking simple. If she no. could have kept it going and kept that lie going and then switched it over to COVID testing, I think she would have been all right. No. And then she would have raised enough capital to then get the machine working. And she would have broken the laws of physics. Do you know what? You've convinced me. Let's get the patent and we're going to put this out. (laughs) I'll I'll start fiddling off my air fryer. And it'll be like, if it says you're a scampi, you've got COVID. If it says you're a chicken, you're all right. So I, did you enjoy the documentary? Because I must admit, I did. I was furious, but I I did enjoy it. I enjoy a good cautionary tale. I do. Um, It was slightly too long. Yes, 
yeah, yeah. De- definitely too long. And here's the problem with white collar crimes: you don't get any fun resolution. What's she going to get? She's going to get banned from being the head of a business, so she's going to go into something else. I don't see her getting jail time. That's, that's I, what, not, well, she's not been with jailed that for. So she's been um, banned from being a company director for the next ten years. So she can't set up another company. Oh nightmare! But so she, you know which what I mean? means she has to work for someone. What does she though? Because it's not like she wouldn't have squirreled a little bit of money away from that fucking nine billion. Well, no, it was all wrapped up in the company, wasn't it? So yeah, but you re- you remove a wage. She wasn't living on the breadline while she was head of a nine billion dollar company for that amount of years. How do you know she wasn't spending any money on clothes? Maybe that's the first. Uh... She was. She was buying the same clothes. She was buying three hundred pound fucking turtle, three hundred pound turtlenecks. <laughs> Think of all that money she saves on blinking. Like, she is... <laughs> the time saved there. How efficient. But, yeah, it's like, so she'll be wealthy. She'll, she'll lead a good life. She won't be, like... I'm not so sure, man. I'm not if so you sure. If you were selling... I, I, it'll be interesting. I, we'll, we'll update you when we discover whether or not she goes to jail or not. But I guarantee it's... Do you remember when fucking, again, Fire Festival, that nothing made me think more is who they needed is that grey-haired guy who's like, Jeepers, Billy. I'll suck that cock to get, <laughs> get, get the water going. You're going to take one for the team here. Yeah, that's, what, that's why Sonny got fired. He wasn't willing to do that. Like some FDA guy, just like the Mike Ashley look. If Elizabeth but, Holmes does go to prison... She's going to be running the joint, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where they can plug her in. <laughs> so, but yeah, if if she does go, to, I don't think she'll go to prison, not by any stretch. And she'll be like on an after dinner talk to her, talking about running a company and how you know she was unfairly unfairly threatened. She was a disruptor, and she'll get other idiots to invest in her. Well, the weird like, thing is, she said she didn't know about all of the problems within the company. She said everyone had lied to her. So she's now blaming everybody His class else. Class action part came out yet? Yeah, that's a, that's that's what he did in deposition. I yeah. don't recall for nine I don't hours. Recall. Yeah, yeah. But she has said oh, it was everyone else's fault. They lied to me. I didn't know about any of these problems about the machine not working. I didn't know about any of this stuff. She said everybody lied to her. Yeah, it was. Um, it's disgraceful, man. Whereas she's the person at the top, so she took the praise. She should take the fall as well. Yeah, and, and the people who worked there actually said, no, that this was her. <laughs> yeah. I felt for the people who like, worked unless, there. Unless I'm wrong, unless it's like, because again, this is a documentary. We, we we don't know the whole facts. It could be Sonny, it could be the other people, but definitely 100% had an idea and just like hoped to get the right people in the room that would make that idea happen. Well, she couldn't admit the failings of her idea. That's the problem. Therefore, she couldn't fix it because she couldn't admit it was failing. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I feel for her, man. I mean, at some point in a in a boardroom, she admitted it because she had the fucking fake people come and doing the road tests when they do like the switcheroos and stuff like that. <laughs> it was it was a fucking grift. It must be terrifying when that amount of money's involved. If you're saying you're gotcha. nine billion and the stress within you, but there you have to be have some degree of humanity of like, all right, let's let's not give these people fucking false hope with blood tests and shit like that because oh, who we're we going for? The people who are scared of needles, so that it's almost like they're hoping they get healthy people that just don't want to get a pinprick, not people who might be ill and is not the preventative measure measure in which they sell. And the whole idea of making healthcare like fucking Apple makes me sick to my stomach. Like, yeah, it's scary, right? Let's let doctors be doctors. So yeah, I'm giving this one a, a three. I thought it was an alright watch. No, I had yeah, no I, problem. I thought there'd be plenty th- to talk about in it. Three and a half. I'm going to go for this one. So it's six and a half in total. That's not bad. So thank you very much for listening to us 
blubber on about Elizabeth Holmes. She's um, living a better life than the sugar man. I tell you that. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well. That doesn't say much for us. Um, so come back All again. Right. Press the share button. Tell your mates. Sign up to the Patreon. It would really help if you supported the podcast in that way. Because as I said, podcasts cost money. And just share away. Let us yeah, know. I got, I got that air fryer on tick. Don't make me leave the, <laughs> don't, don't, don't make me leave the, the Facebook groups. And if you want to see Rick live, he is performing at John Lewis selling the new T-Fowl air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 no, I failed the Aldi one. Oof. How can you fail that was an the Aldi one? Three-step, three-interview-step process. So you you go in for a group interview, um, you do an online test, and then if you pass both of those, you go for a walk around the store with the manager. Um and Aldi, Aldi's like fucking what? What do you mean, Jiggy? Theranos? They 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 really? track they track the speed in which you um scan items, and then they shame the slowest person. And I could never in my no. mind, I I had to like try and stop myself from laughing in that interview. Cause I could just imagine every week having to feign being disappointed. In oh, the I'm the slowest again. Oh, you know, John, you get up every day, you try your best, and this is this is what the life we're in, you know? Yeah, like it was fucking ridiculous. But the sad part of it is, um, so yeah, I failed the Aldi test. And I did bearing in mind I had that job when I was eighteen. So since then I've actually lost qualifications <laughs> somehow. <laughs> um and uh when you fail the test, they say, Yeah, you weren't successful this time and you can't apply for another year. <laughs> Oh, you're like Elizabeth Holmes. You're frozen out yeah, of yeah, Aldi. Uh, yeah, yeah. They the iced me out, man. They iced me out. The board fucking cut, cut me knees out. You could go back there now and go, my mate Matt, who was one of a few CEOs, he reckons I'm CEO material. Can I have a go at that? I don't have to do Listen, any scanning there. You have a business model of not having a back shop so everyone works quicker. But you have a place where you can just dump shit until people buy shit. It's a much nicer job, mate. <laughs> But yeah, so if you're going to subscribe to the Patreon, that would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> yeah, and come back and join us next week. Uh, say goodbye, Rick. Very good. By, by the way, this Patreon is becoming to sound like the Edison. You haven't sorted this out yet, have you? <laughs> <laughs> it's the discussing we're, we're, documentary. We're talking a big game. I've got this guy on the phone from Forbes going, so when's this extra thing coming? It's coming. Don't worry about it. You can't see it. You can't see it or touch it or hear it because you've got to pay for it. Trade secrets. You keep what? mentioning the jinx. Did you really do the jinx? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the hook. All right. Thank you very much. Shut up.